This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different musician each week all about music. And this week I have Kian, who recently put out his second EP called Shine, which has songs such as the title track Shine, which sounds like this. got a bunch of other great songs on it so go check that out wherever you buy or stream music and go check out his socials as well which i'll leave in the description of the episode but let's just jump into the chat with kian so we have kian with us how you how you doing today kian? what is up, what is up? <laughs> not much the, the day we're, we're chatting is the the release of the new ep shine yeah which i've been listening to on repeat all morning <laughs> how's it feel having the new ep out now yeah man no it feels it feels really good it's it's kind of interesting i feel like you like as an artist like you have all this music and you have this body of work sitting there uh, for so long and like obviously like to me i've been like in this for i've been like this the process of making this has been like years in a sense mm-hmm. because like some of the songs are like really old ideas i came back to some of the songs uh, you know, just things that I came up, up uh, with in like lockdown. But then it's just, it's just interesting. It's just like it's kind of been this whole process over the last couple of years, just trying to get in the studio during the lockdowns and like trying to like, you know, sift through like all the uh, demos that I made just to try to find the ones that I felt like would resonate the most with me and with people that listen to my music. But yeah, it's 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 crazy like finally having it out because it's just like I've it's been so much in my head and I've been like thinking about it so much that now I just like there's no more thinking about it. It's just it's there. It right, is what yeah. it is. It's just like yeah, it's I, I, to do now. Exactly. Which is like I think, you know, in, in a sense like it's kind of good because I can like now sit back and be like, oh like actually be proud of it. Because I feel like this whole time before I'm like, oh what what could I change? What could I have done differently? And now it's just like you know, it is what it is. It's like it, it, I played it last night. I've been streaming on Twitch, and I played it last night. I stayed up until twelve when it dropped, and then played it, played through it on the stream. It was just cool hearing people like like their first time listening to it, talking about the little details and stuff, which is really cool. But um, no, I'm feeling really good, man. Yeah, cool. You said there are some songs on there that are older ideas that yeah. you've come back to. When you're looking back on those older ideas, how do you know I want to come back to these and put them on the EP or? try and record them or whatever yeah i think like especially back when i was making shine it's like previous to like getting in like locking in on trying to make a, an ep like i was just doing heaps of sessions like i was traveling i traveled overseas a couple of times uh i was working with a lot of people locally here in australia and then it just i don't know like i, I kind of realized i have to like stop for a second and be like holy, holy shit I'd, i've made a lot of demos and now i need to try to finish some stuff because it was just like a lot of like 
lot of like one day sessions where like, you know, you just get to know someone and you come up with like a cool little idea, but you don't get to fully flesh it out. So I think it was cool just to be able to, you know, sit back and be like, okay, what's the best stuff here? All the stuff that I really like the most and what's the stuff that I want to like, you know, put the time into and put the effort into and really back financially in terms of like, you know, getting session musicians to come in and, and like we on the an EP we had like string sections, we've had like horn sections, like all the stuff that we recorded. So but no, it's just like that that, that sort of stuff. Um but yeah, like it was just it, it was just kind of just going back through the catalogue and and listening to it like I guess like for me it's like there's stuff that I'm like, oh, you know, this is a great song, but maybe right now in this current moment that we're in as as like, you know, the whole world really is just like it does just fit in like musically or you know, like um because, yeah, I guess, like, when you're, like, making music for a few years, you know, like, a couple of years in, in, like, music, sounds change so much, you know, like, sure. whether it's production or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, some of these songs, like, originally sounded completely different. Some of the songs, like, sounded totally different vibe. So, I think, like, now hearing it, to me, now this is, like, this is the only version. But I, the other day I went back and I was listening to the original demos and I was like, holy, like, these songs are really elevated compared to where they started. So, I don't know, man. I, I I actually think the process of that is really dope. I, I never really knew it was a thing until, you know, I, I met Becca um, and she was telling me like songs can have like multiple lives because I think when I was younger, I was just like, you know, you make a song and that's it. Like, that, I don't know. I just had this weird thing of like, you know, keeping it to the original thing. But she kind of like has this process where she would like make songs and then try it and see what it sounds like over this kind of beat or see what it sounds like over that kind right. of beat or whatever. And then, like, it really changes it because it really, like, I don't know, just shows, like, how much just changing something, just, like, even just, like, a drum pattern or, like, production a little bit can elevate a song and just completely change the way it feels. So, I don't know. I think, I think that was a cool process to, like, just go in and really hone in on what these songs were meant to be, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I guess with, like, someone like you, you're still, still quite young, I think. Yeah. I only just turned 20. I don't know, just think, thinking about myself as a songwriter in that age, mm. um, I would write songs. I was like, I don't really know if this makes a lot of sense. And then I'd get older and I was like, this song makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. I don't know if you're going through that at all. Yeah, I think you know, as you get older, you learn to like look at things from your perspectives a bit more. And I think that was something I definitely did with this. You know, with like the idea I originally started writing the song about was something really simple. But then later on, you know, you start to relate it to something. I like get kind of plants a seed. I guess, and you you start almost uh, like next time I hear this, I'm like, oh, I'm like, this could actually be talking about this part of my life, which I think you know, it's that's that's kind of the beauty of music, and that's what makes like music as an art form like so timeless in a sense, is because like you look at artists like I don't know, this is like just an example, but like you look at Kate Bush now, like she wouldn't have made Running Up That Hill thinking that like years and years and years later. Mm that it would be charting again and, like, people would be connecting with it again, which is, like, it's just funny that, like, that's just how music is, you know? Like, w- one time it can make sense and then it cannot make sense for a long time and then next yeah. time it's just, like, I, I don't know. I just think that's what's cool. I mean, I've kind of been learning that too. Is like, if you really like something, there's, like, something about that, there's something there because, like, you know, if, if you like it, there's going to be at least a handful of other people that like it. A few years later, there's going to be another handful of people that like it and, next, you know, you've created this kind of, like, you know, timeless thing, which I don't know. I think that's been a learning process for me for sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. And something I was reading a little bit about you um, between the last EP, Bliss, and this one, 
is um, that you had a bit of like self-doubt and there were some other pressures and expectations from success that you've had previously. Mm. How was it overcoming that and was there anything that you kind of did to do that? I think, you know, for me it was, I had a lot of like blessings really quickly. Is it, and that was like the thing is like my first song I ever wrote, which was Waiting, like is my most successful song. And it's just hard. It's like, I'm so grateful for, you know, the opportunities that have come out of it. But at the same time, like I, I wasn't even ready, like as an artist or as mm-hmm person to like to take to tackle the music industry or to like you know have the the pressure of record deals and having agents and you know like having management and like you know you start to like even though like it's more internal pressures like these people aren't here like touting me for things like they're like you got to make this music whatever like it's more like you know inside of me I'm like I I can't I've got all these people backing me right now I can't let them down in that sense like I, I have to deliver then like music kind of went from being something where, you know, I would just pick up my guitar and if I was feeling a certain way and then just start freestyling and writing stuff as I would go, like it became kind of a bit more, I was thinking about it too much and then I was getting in my head and then eventually like I just got to the point where I just got like in a crazy writer's block and I just couldn't make music and I was feeling really uninspired and I was just like, look, like, I don't know what's going on. Honestly, like it just took me like taking a step back and just slowing things down heaps and being able to live a bit more life to understand what I wanted and I don't know I think that that's important especially for like young artists like that's kind of what I think about you know it's, like, it's such a common thing when you kind of look across the board with artists that have come into the scene really young you know it's yeah. like they start doing something in the beginning and then you know before they can even have time to develop themselves it's, it's already become something bigger than than what they could have expected and yeah. then you know they've got to try then that's like instead of having like you know you're like feet in front of you and you're like you know ahead of the game you, all of a sudden you're trying to keep up and it's and that's when it like gets really hard because creativity is not something you can just turn on and off it's kind of like it it comes and it goes you know so like yeah, yeah. it's not something i can just be like oh yeah flick the switch and now I'm ready to pump out 20 tracks it's just not really how it works at least not for me i don't know i don't know how it is for some people but, but yeah um i don't know i think it was definitely there was some internal battles I had to go through in order to get to where I am now. But I think, you know, I've been making some like my favorite music at the moment, like the stuff, this, like the stuff that, you know, hopefully will come out in the near future. But I don't know, I'm just feeling really good. And I think, you know, like this, this body of work that's just dropped shine, I, I'm really proud of it in the sense of, you know, it's kind of a amalgamation of just all the different sounds I was trying out and just trying to like, you know, find where I felt I sat uh, as an artist within the music industry and like just within myself. So yeah, I'm really proud of this, uh, this project. For sure. Yeah. I guess kind of listening to it from my end, I guess listening to like your first EP and then listening to the the new one. Um, I, I definitely feel this one has a, a bit more maturity to it. Yeah. In terms of like the, the sound or just in general, like the, yeah, I think the sound, but like, I, I guess it's just because this is like, what is it like three, four years later? Yeah. I think three years. I think like the lyrical content's a bit more mature as well. Yeah, I, I agree. I think for me, like it's definitely a big part of this project was just kind of like I think to like reflect the growth that I had been going through. That was big to me. I wanted people to like see that. I think a lot of people like just because waiting. Yeah, you know, I wrote that song when I was fourteen. It got released when I was sixteen. So like a lot of people, I think that like still just look at me as that 16 year old kid. So I think, you know, it's, sure. it's cool to like be able to show that, you know, I'm, 
I'm like everyone else going, going through life, facing a lot of the same things. I think that's what like you come to realize is like you, especially when you're a writer, you just start writing about your own life and then you realize that it's actually not even about you in a sense. Like it's like so many of your struggles as a person are felt by so many other people, like more than you could even imagine. So it's kind of crazy, like getting messages from people and they're saying, you know, this song helped me through this time and like it makes me think of this and like, you know, it's stuff I never thought about when I was making the song. But then after I, it kind of, I realized that, you know, originally I was writing that song for myself as a sense, in a way to like help myself get through something. But then in a sense, it, as soon as I release it, it's not even about me anymore. Like this music, it's not even mine. It belongs to these other people and helps them in a sense, which is like, it's really, really dope. Yeah, for sure. It's um, a weird feeling, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's definitely weird. I, like it's weird, but in, a, in like a good way. It's a good Yeah, no, definitely. Also, the, the day we're recording, this is the day you dropped a new music video for yeah. um, Come Through, which I, I checked out this morning. It was a, it was oh, a lot so of fun. The whole process of making it was really fun. Like to be honest, we actually shot the music video last weekend. All right. Um, <laughs> and then, so we turned it around in a week, which is like pretty crazy for a music video. I don't know, like normally, I don't know if you ever made a music video or like seen the process of it, but it definitely doesn't just take a week, at least not usually. No. Yeah, we shot it in two days and then the director, Kyle, he was also editing the video. So he edited the video, I think in two and a half days and it was just like, he just smashed it out. So just crazy man but it's come together so nicely i think you know like aesthetically it's on point and i think um it's just i just kind of the idea was like because we had such a short amount of time to make it like we decided we wanted to make a music video three weeks before the song was dropping <laughs> so oh, it, was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit like you know last minute but i think that was kind of the cool thing about it, is that it made the video just end up being this kind of light-hearted fun thing which mm-hmm. i think was, was really good it kind of reflects the song too you know it's kind of an upbeat track it's got like a lot of energy and stuff so I, it was it was actually a lot of fun the boys from 1300 um Rocco Goya and um Dali they couldn't be in the video uh, I would have been sick to like have them in there but you know I think it still turned out really dope but yeah I'm really happy with it and like so far it's gotten really a really good response from from everyone so yeah it's really dope yeah cool where did you film those um, fair scenes? Oh, there was like a circus in I remember the name of the suburb Melbourne but anyway we, we, we went to this circus uh, and it was freezing cold, like it was so cold in Melbourne. And I was in this like this shirt, it was like this like little button-up shirt, which had like it, you couldn't really see in the video, but mm-hmm. it has like kind of holes in it. So like you could, it was all the air was just hitting me, and I was just standing there with this freaking sign outside, trying to not to freeze to death. But it was so much fun. Like I, like just they let us, they were kind enough to like let us shoot inside the tent between like the shows and the circus. So we had like a small window to be like, okay, no one's gonna be here for the next half an hour. To an hour so go and shoot everything you need to so we just went and shot that and kyle the director you know he's like he's a beast man like he kind of it was so easy to he's like so easy to work with him you know he like he'd just be like stand here and just do whatever and then i'd just do it and then he's like yeah perfect whatever and just kept going like it was just felt really natural which was awesome but yeah i, I definitely think the fair scenes were super fun like the scenes in at the at the restaurant like the cafe and the and at the laundry mat were really fun too it was just like a lot of like dancing and just mm-hmm. like just being stupid which was cool it's a lot of fun. It's what life's all about. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing you've got coming up is the launch party for the the new EP. Yeah. Um, that's going to be at Mary's Underground. It's a Sydney show. Yeah. This Friday, I don't know if I mentioned that, but yeah, this Friday. Yeah, excited for that. Yeah. No, I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's Friday the second of September. It's it's happening. It's like I I wasn't gonna I wasn't sure if I was gonna do like a 
I should like, I don't think I was going to do like a whole tour right, right now just, as it stands. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like I've tried to organize a couple other tours and it's just been really like hard just to like all the logistics and especially the last couple of years, it was just a nightmare for anyone to try to like run anything. So yeah, I just want to like, you know, take it slow. So I wanted to do this, like this little release party. I've got like a bunch of my close friends and like Becca Hatch, who's, um, she's my, my partner. So like she's playing, but it's like, I just wanted to like throw in something where there's like people I really fucked with that like as artists would could come play as well. And, but also like be able to play my new stuff and have it feel like, you know, it's a group of, of friends and, you know, like a, a little community kind of mm. vibe, which is like, I think that's like, I think, I don't know if you've ever been to Mary's underground, but it's like a pretty kind of great on these stairs and it's a pretty intimate sort of venue. Um, it's still like a pretty big capacity, but it's real cool. But like, it's like a mm. lounge vibe, which is really dope. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm really keen actually, cause it's going to be my first proper show in, in a while. And I'm thinking about just t- hitting the stage solo as well. Like I usually play oh, with cool. a band when I go, but I don't know, something about it. I just feel like I just got to get up there by myself and, and try to smash it out. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited for it. And I'm hoping we can try to fill the room as much as we can and get a little party going. Yeah, definitely. Well, I've got my ticket, so you'll see my my dumb face, yeah, un- unfortunately. No. Tickets are pr- fairly cheap, so um, yeah. no, no excuses not to come. Yeah, I really, that's, that was something I, I was like made a big point about. I was like, I, originally my original talks like, we should just do a free show, but then... um. Yeah, then I realize it's not that easy sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, gotta cover those costs. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think, you know, that was kind of a point I wanted to make. I just wanted to be like, you know, I just wanted to bring as many people as I could into the venue. So I just thought, you know, cheap, cheap as possible. For sure. Um, just, you know, make it accessible to everyone, which is which is the vibe. But yeah, no, the, like, I'm also like, I don't know if you've heard, do you know some of these acts that are playing as well? Um, I know um, Becca, I had her on the show yeah. a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know her music a little bit. Yeah, but I, I wasn't super aware of the other artists. Yeah, they're all they're all pretty awesome. Like they're all good friends of ours. And um, like Solly, he's been DJing around Sydney for years now. But he's kind of like been building this little community. Like Dylan and Friday are part of it too. It's it's like think of a full circle. So that's right. their, their little group that they have kind of got going on. But yeah, like they're just making some really awesome music out of like Western Sydney. It's Friday just actually started dropping tracks. So it's going to be like, this is his first, his own show as he's like his own, his own project. He's like been playing, he played in like Nick Ward's band. I don't know if you know Nick Ward, but he was playing in Nick Ward's band. He's right. playing in a few other people's bands and stuff. But it's like now he's like finally drop, dropping his own stuff. So like he played me his catalog of stuff and it's, it's pretty crazy. And then, Dylan's been dropping heaps of music lately. And yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be cool. There's like, there's a really cool little scene bubbling here in Sydney, especially like a lot of people out of the West, uh, which I think is really dope to like see like a whole new wave of talent coming through. I think it's refreshing because sometimes the Australian music industry can just feel a little bit stale. That's like the same people all the time. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, excited about all the stuff that's happening here. Yeah, dope. Thanks heaps for chatting with me today, Kian. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for listening and thank you to Kian for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Kian's new EP, Shine, wherever you buy or stream music and go check out his socials as well as the socials for Life on Music, which I'll leave in the description of the episode. But that is all for this episode. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.